And now you know. Are you taking a video? Bitch. Get it candidly. I don't want to seem like I'm trying too hard. Yeah, don't want to make it feel forced. Exactly organic. <laughs> I won't even look over there because no it's way. so organic. <laughs> it's so natural. <laughs> episode of Oh Yeah, the podcast yeah. about stories that make you go, Oh Yeah! I'm one of your hosts, Benny Putz, and sitting next to me, as always, I'm Ethan Abramson, and across the way here, Ben Weber. Woo! Oh, little Benny Bumps across the pond. Across, mm, across the, the pond. I'll spend the entire episode this <laughs> By pond, we mean coffee table. Uh, guys! <laughs> Fucking welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Oh Yeah. Uh, you guys can follow me, one of your hosts, Benny Putz, on Instagram at Benny Putz or on Twitter at Benny underscore Putz. Or, and I know I haven't followed through and posted anything, but maybe just do it because you care. Follow me on TikTok at Oh Yeah Benny P. I'm calling it. I'm calling it TT now. It's the TT. Not. I can't. I can't say TikTok anymore. But. You can find me on it regardless. Ethan underscore Abramson. My Instagram is the same exact thing, but on Instagram. And a few of you cool little kiddos have been adding my Snapchat, and you haven't been sex bots, so let's fucking go, dude. Nice. That's so tight. When I can go, oh, a real person added me, and then you don't send me a picture of your pussy. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess I just never thought I'd hear that sentence, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, Black also, oh. yeah, for anybody just hopping into this podcast, my Snapchat is peach underscore MCFUZ. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, baby. And you can find me on Instagram at ben.web.er. Boots with the The cleanest so far. For yes, sure. that yeah. was the best one. Yes. Uh, absolutely. You know what? I think we are. I think we're. Bitch. Fuck you, dude. No good. <laughs> Head of fish for it. Head of fish for it. And you can find me on the TT. Let's go. At Benjamin Webb. It's catching on. It's already it's catching, catching on. on, dude. Well, hell yeah, dude. Uh, and guys, I do want to let you know that we have uh, some upcoming shows. Yeah, the kids are cooking, okay? And oh. it feels good. It feels real good. So good. On August 17th. You can come to Storm Cellar and catch Daniel Van Kirk. He does a podcast with Roy Scoville, one of my favorite stand-ups of all time. Our good, good friend, Matt Blevins, will be hosting. Uh, and then on August 21st, that is the third Saturday of every month, we like, we like to have, have fun, fun here. here. Dante the, Powell. Yeah, at the Storm Cellar, Dante Powell, incredible guy. So funny. So funny. So funny, so, so palatable. Just a cool guy. And he's taking it over. They do, uh, they're having their tour, the Comedy Kickback Tour. So it's kind of like a takeover. There won't be any of us local guys. It's going to be all Iowa comedians uh, coming here and just being super fucking funny. So come out, have a laugh, have a drink. Let's have yeah. a good night, people. Yes. And what do you got? On got? August 28th, if you're here in this podcast and you live in Cozad, Cozad Nebraska, <laughs> Fuck, I gotta look now too. If you're in Cozad, Nebraska on August the 28th, I will be there with Gary Minky and Lane Zimbelman at the 
Meridian Tap House, downtown Cozad. So come yeah, out. Go check it out. Yeah. And then uh, if you're in Lincoln on August 28th, you can check out Nick Allen. He's a local guy. Get this. Nick Allen just quit his job to pursue stand-up full-time. Hell wow. yeah. Comedy money, baby. Yep. He's and getting he it. will He's be coming to Storm Cellar August 28th. And I'm hosting that show, so you can catch me do a little host set and round up the boys on that. Let's go. It's, yeah. glad to see, it's good to see someone graduate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's nice to see someone fucking go for it. Yes. Yeah. I'm very proud. Proud to be a person who will know this person mm. soon. <laughs> <laughs> but also... And just in case you're wondering, Zoo Bar, it went fantastic. <laughs> the show in Omaha at the back line. Also, it went fantastic for Ethan. Dude, it's like, who is this guy? He's so fucking funny. Why does everybody keep peeing their pants? <laughs> just be sure to come to the next one, okay? Yeah, yeah. And Zoo Bar's great, too. They do shows yeah. every Sunday. So even if you can't, the, the show that Ethan was on is over. But if you want to support local Lincoln comedy... Go to the zoo bar every Go. Sunday. I believe it's at eight. Yep. Yep. Sunday at eight. Got some big names coming. Yeah. Too. Kyle yeah. Kinane is coming. Dude, Alonzo Bowden. Alonzo Bowden. That's right. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. 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 And they added a second show for Kyle Kinane because he sold out. Had so to. there's a lot of really good. I, I, there's a lot of really good comedy happening in Lincoln. So go out and support. Yes. Uh, we just yes. looked at the analytics. We know most of you fuckers live here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we just gotcha. give us some more of your Monday. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then, uh, guys, if you want to help out the podcast, please follow us on spotify yeah find us on apple music leave us a fucking salacious review mm -hmm. we love to read it on the podcast do we have anything new this week Jen? i will check Come it in. for us and this week we do not have a new one. Oh, what a shame so help us out next week give what? us one to read please please do that and then also maybe just tell a pal you know yeah, flap those gums Almost you most important just yeah, that tell your fucking friends one. yes <laughs> yeah yeah let's get it going we want funny people uh, to listen to our podcast, and uh, so far the listeners that I've talked to are very funny. So Looking let's keep tight. that going. And if oh. you have a, a brilliant oh yeah idea, shoot it our way. Please Why not? shoot it right. We'll, to we'll us. give you a shout out. Say hey, this oh. comes from Scabadawee. Yeah, and here we go diving in. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I don't think we have any Native American listeners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ethan. Ethan, how was your day? Well, it was all right. I woke up, dude. I just fucking opened my eyes. Got it going real quick. Mm -hmm. um, went to work early, which is uncharacteristic of me. I am a chronic Ugh. five minutes late everywhere I need to be all of the time. But it was chill. Didn't make any money. We were slow. But the weird thing was on my way here to record this fantastic internet broadcast program, everybody who was walking on the sidewalks and shit just like was doing weird stuff and being silly. And I was like, did I slip into a different reality or something? Why is, why is uh, everybody on the sidewalk give, bald? Give me an example of some of this weird stuff. Like, was just, it like demeanor or is there like it's tangible just, actions? It's like, okay, perfectly how to describe this is it's tweaker behavior, but in regular people body. Oh, okay, okay. So it was just like normal looking people and several of them were bald too, which is, I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I have seen bald people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um. You're like, you guys find out that you can lose all your hair? <laughs> <laughs> it was just fucking weird, man. I felt like, I felt like I slipped into a different reality. In a different a reality? Sec. Yeah. Trigger behavior, you, you like mean like just being like was on someone... a street corner, just being like doing something wi wild with their hands. 
Yeah, like they're eating coleslaw, but then all of a sudden they start like cooking the spoon. Yeah. Like, what, what am I even doing yeah. here? <laughs> just <laughs> some Nebraskan dad eating yeah. a steak and then all of a sudden is like, I just have a hankering for some heroin. <laughs> I don't know what it is about arm. it. <laughs> Should we get smacked right now? Dude, I ain't never even done heroin. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do I put it in? So I think the Lord told me it'd be good for me right now. Hey, what the hell is free basin, baby? <laughs> Man, I think that's it. I think they do that on the X Games. I think that's on the X Games, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I saw this one on the Olympics last night. Yeah, excellent transition. Sean Wade, Uh-oh. greatest free baser of all time. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, Sean White, that guy's probably fucking loaded right now, huh? Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Babe, so how's your day? Mm. Phenomenal. Uh, very chill day. Did some uh, cleaning around the apartment. Ooh. For the listener at home, if you're into Marie Kondo. I'm not Marie, sure. She's a professional organizer yes. who has a lovable personality and got a Netflix show. Yes. That's- but yeah, you know, we got we got real decluttery with it, you know? Does this spark joy or not? And it turns out a lot of it does not spark joy. It's pretty good. It feels good to clean does it, it out. Does it spark you know? joy? Yeah. Does it spark joy in you or does it spark joy in her? Is the, What was the question? Was, we separate you, rooms. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we'd be dumping a lot more Benny's stuff, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I shut myself off. I put in a pod and I was like, I won't even hear it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just picked up your fucking bong or whatever and was like, this does bring me joy. <laughs> yes. And then I picked up my second gingerly. bong and I was like, this one's cracked, but who knows? Maybe I'll super yeah. glue it. <laughs> you just keep everything. <laughs> sparks joy, sparks joy. Sparks joy, sparks joy. If that's the only rule, I'm doing great. Yes. <laughs> Benny P, how's your day? <laughs> dude, I, uh, I had a decent ass day, dude. Went to work, clickety clacked, came home, went on walk, listened to music. Mm. Now I'm doing the pot. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I don't got much going on in Benny P's world. Uh, I did go out to Colorado over the weekend. And let me tell you, don't book a house on VRBO. (laughs) Verbo is a no-go. It's a Verbo no-go. It's uh, literally the lady who booked it uh, looked like she was on every drug possible. The house was a disaster. There was like a landfill's worth of garbage <laughs> spilling out of their garage. And then we walked into the house and there's just very, it was a very spiritual home. And I, when I walked in, I realized right away, this is a house that you and your friends go to, to trip in Colorado. And my whole family's here for our reunion. <laughs> they don't understand that world at all. So I'm laughing. Cause I think it's funny. I walk into this room. It's obviously a trip room. There's pillows. There's a jade tablet with Arabic lettering on it. There's like two (laughs) statues, stones and crystals, a spear on the wall, and just instruments uh, laden across the room. And fucking, I walked in, I went, that's what this is. And I tried explaining that to my brother, and he just couldn't wrap his head around the fact that like people would just come here. To just like do drop acid. <laughs> yeah, people are people do drugs. We yeah. did an episode on dare, and yeah. your brother obviously didn't listen. So boo Ben's brother. Actually, that's known. the one brother that does listen. Hey, hey, shout out to you, brother. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you are way hotter than Ben. And yeah, keep not doing drugs. Yeah. Thank you for yes. your service. Keep it up. Keep it up, dude. Uh, but dude, uh, yeah. When when it was um when you guys realized like this isn't the place for you, where you're like, hey. Mom and Dad, let's verblow this joint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you you! I goose. thought of it the second you said verblow. Uh, I had to verblow this. I wish let's I let's verblow this, this pop. I wish I would have, dude. And the spookiest part about this whole thing is it was like 
weird vibes because of the lady and the fact that like the pictures didn't line up and i like you know in the back of your head you're like what if she murders all of us you know <laughs> i said dude i thought that at my airbnb yeah i'm, I'm like, like what if they brought us here to murder and literally we're going through the house and we get to the basement and there's a door that has the lock drilled out the handle just spins and there's framing blocking the door from opening oh, like they uh, added framing fucking goodness and i was like that's where all the bodies are yeah that's where I, she keeps them that's a natural thing to believe at that point terrifying yeah and the old lady literally looked like an old lady from a horror movie oh uh, even like, better mm-hmm. which vibes definitely not even witch vibes like straight up i can only come from murdering people vibes <laughs> <laughs> But, dude, uh, we should get into what we're going to be talking about today. Hey, you know what? If there was a person in the murder industry who really, you know, was a visionary innovator, that would be a person like Steve Jobs. A person who takes something, makes it fucking cool, innovates, and then people are like, you're killing people. Anyways, Steve Jobs. Wow. So today we're going to be talking about Steve Jobs, the life and legendary man that he is. Prior fucking listening to this podcast on a device that wasn't made by him, but is, is very closely yeah. tied to him. And the reason you have it is because of his marketing genius. 100%. Genius. Visionary. You, True visionary. How did you guys feel about Steve Jobs growing up? Did you have any opinions of him? Did you think he was cool? Did you not care? He wasn't in my... Uh, Zeitgeist in my yeah in my fucking I didn't see anything lexicon. about him yeah in my lexicon until uh, <laughs> until I don't know I could fucking have an iPhone and then all of a sudden you met the legendary guy that is Steve Jobs yeah. what about you Benny Bumps you have any early memories of Steve Jobs or anything not of Stevie Jobs but I just remember I was a I was an Android boy for years so when iPhone was like coming out and of course there was like Mac computers and everything already. But what really was landing was the iPhones. And I remember, I was just like, come on, guys. What? What's so cool about an iPhone? What's so much better about that than my BlackBerry? Ooh, BlackBerry. <laughs> you know? Rest in peace, BlackBerry. Yeah, too. until your buddy sells you, like, uh, an iPod Touch. I almost forgot what that was. An yeah. iPod Touch. It's like mm -hmm. the early iPhone to yeah. watch porn on. And Did you're you? like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. I was just about yeah. to say it. Yeah. We can all. We can all. I think that every <laughs> boy only got an iPod Touch because they were like, Dude, I'm going to be able to watch so much porn on this in secret. And that's the kind of vision that Steve Jobs yeah. had. You Honestly, know? that but that would be so weird if, like, what if he yeah. was like, the, and the young boys, they can get the porno, and they'll buy him for sure. Yeah. It'll be so usable. <laughs> He's just Alex Jones. Dude. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, I, I mean, that is 100% true. Like, the first time I watched porn was on an iPod. Mm. And it was, like, one of those things where I was, like, this. it feels like you're, like, off-grid. You know? Like yeah. No one will ever like, know. I can yeah. do everything with a phone, but it's not a phone, so my parents don't know to check it. Yeah. Hey. This is the fucking best. You oh. can't see my history. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you don't know. It's like, we. that was our, like, safe, porn safe haven was yeah. the iPod yeah. created by Steve Jobs, marketed by Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Designed, marketed. I fucking, dude, growing up, like, in high school and stuff, me and my pals kind of, like, we weren't, like, Steve Jobs stands, but we definitely had, like, a, uh, 
like affinity to him. We were definitely like, he's cool. And like, I remember him, I remember just like acknowledging that he's like a cultural icon early on. I was like, in good and bad ways. In good and bad ways. And look at that. We're doing a podcast on him. So guess I was right. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys, uh, what, what, uh, what was a more important Apple product for you then? Taking in the taking the porn into account, iPod Touch or the iPhone? I mean, well, iPhone is just pornography. Plus, now I can call people. Yeah, but know? like, which had a greater impact on your life, the iPhone or the iPod? I mean, the iPod was just kind of like the well, it was the first thing of its kind. I mean, during that period, right before the iPod, the iPod uh, shuffles and. and uh, you know, those were fucking rad. And then a cooler one, way cooler than the fucking coolest lame ones came along. And I was like, I can jerk off and listen to Michael Buble. So, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Dude, but yeah. it's, yeah, I, I think iPod Touch for sure. Dude, iPod Touch? I yeah. still have, I still, to this day, have one. Yeah, I keep I mine I too. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that very first one that my yep. friend was like sixty bucks, and you're like, jerk off all you want, dude. Yeah, Angry Birds and <laughs> oh yeah, tugging birds, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tugging two birds, yeah, <laughs> once <laughs> one one iPod Touch, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, we should probably get into the early life of Steve Jobs. That you does know? seem like a good place to start. Uh, yeah, I mean, Benny Bumps, you did a little bit of research into this. You want to yeah. take it away? Yeah, yeah. Dove a little bit into it. Um, so he was an adopted boy, sweet little adoptee boy. Mm -hmm. Grew up in uh, San Francisco, I believe, was where he was born. Mm -hmm. L.A. area maybe as well for a while. But uh, Palo Alto, I think, is where he ultimately yes. went to school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And as we know about Palo Alto... Devontae Adams also went to high school there. Okay. 100%. 100%. Mm -hmm. That's right. Wide receiver one for the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Never miss an opportunity. Mm -mm. Palialtes. Why else were we talking about Palo Alto? Uh, Jeremy Lin went to high school. Jeremy oh. Lin. Mm -hmm. There's something in the water at the Palialtes. Dude, something about Palialtes. Yes. But um, anyways, yes, he was uh, adopted. Um, Always was kind of like a smart kid. I think his, uh, his dad was... Uh, Mechanic. He was, he was a mechanic, yeah. But Car that's mechanic. like adopted dad, right? Yeah, his yes, adopted sir. dad, Paul. Yes. Paul Jobs. Pauly Jobbies, PJ. yeah. And just kind of had like a engineer's mind like that. So I think that probably had some influence on yeah. Stevie at a young age. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, was a smart kid. He, he got into a little bit of the more psychedelic side of things, which yeah. I think is common for kids that grow up in that area. Kind of just grew up. Yeah. Like a young Steve Jobs, just tripping acid. Yeah. Just being like, you know, one day... One day I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in a garage. I'm gonna change the world from a garage, Dad. And he's like, "Dude, you fucking came home after curfew again. You're clearly high. What's going on? You're high in this garage all the time. What's going on here? And Steve Jones, my office, Dad. <laughs> You'll get it, Dad. You'll see one day. <laughs> but yeah, and he was kind of like, uh, like at an early age was working in the field. So I think at 13 years old he got a job at HP. Yep. Old uh, Hewley Packies gave him a call. I think he was like that for part of that generation where you just yeah. call and you're like, I want to work for you. Yeah. And you're like, you are hired. You've got, got, you've got balls, man. Yeah. He called me and he said, I'm working for you. And I said, all right. Good God. I'm mean, only getting jobs is that easy now, you know? I know. I would have a better one. But, um, and then his, uh, at 14, so the year after that meets Waz, who I think was like five years older than and him that's, or something yeah. like that. And that's but Steve, that's his, uh, that's, uh, Steve, that's, what's his name? 
Steve, Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his, like, the... partner that yes. he created Apple with. So at 14, I already met the, the guy that he's going to be doing the biz with. And, um, and, yeah, went to college, dropped out after a semester, kind of gave up on, I think, the more scholarly side of things and yes. was more into the, the, like, theoretical visionary once he was taking drugs, you know. Yeah. Hard not to. Once he, once he ascended to the spiritual world, you know, yeah. very yeah, tough. Realm. Yeah, tough yeah. to hit the books again. Yeah, you know? tough to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to learn about roads, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, another one, he worked for Atari, you yeah. know. But, oh, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. it, it kind of just goes back. He wasn't really an engineer, so all these little jobs that he worked like that never really went into anything. He, yeah. he was more like the theoretical side of things. What, yeah. what could computers do for us? Yeah, but, I mean, working at Atari, that's a kind of a fucking dope place to that had been a, like a dope place to work honestly yeah, atari yeah. Well, at that time you're like the fucking shit yeah dude yeah. you're fucking pong killing is, it pong is like fucking shredding dude everybody's <laughs> playing pong yeah and steve's in there and he's just like oh man dude i don't know if you guys know about this or not but i have this idea he's like <laughs> what if we did birds but they're angry <laughs> Hmm? Huh? What are your thoughts, Atari? They didn't take it. Sh- do you just want to bounce the birds back and forth? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Bouncing. I'm, I'm not seeing what you're saying there, I, partner. Let me tell you something. Slingshot. You ever heard of a little guy named David and his friend Goliath? <laughs> yeah, slingshot, baby. That's what I'm thinking. Slingshot. You ever heard of a kitten, uh, kitten cannon? Kitten cannon. You ever heard of kitten cannon? <laughs> huh? Fastest gun in the West. Pow, pow, man. Make that <laughs> kitten meow, bounce. Meow. Damn. Dude, I, uh, I, and also at this time, I remember from the video while he was working at Atari, he was known for, with his coworkers oh. as being like smelly and like very abrasive. And like, he, there's a picture of him like writing him. He's so hippie. He like yeah. wouldn't wear yeah. shoes. It's so bad that he has to work overnight. That way people don't have to work with him during regular business hours. Yeah. And he was Damn. like, and it, what's crazy is in his mind as this young age, if I'm him, I'm like, oh, I need to fit in with everyone. So I'll just change the way I act. And he was like, oh, I have to work at night to be the person I am. Guess that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I just <laughs> fucking completely went with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like psychopath or no. Or, but as we'll find out. Driven. Driven. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he uh, he meets Waz, I think, at 14. And, um, yeah, drops out of school, all that stuff. They start working in the garage. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in April of 1976, it brings us to the incorporation of Apple computers. And, uh, yeah, that kind of, that's like his early life. Bada-bing. Yeah. Bada-bing. Bada-bing. There he goes. He creates, and that's like the famous thing. That's like, that's like. That's the, that's the everybody knows, Steve Wozniak and fucking garage and blah, 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 blah. They create blah, blah, blah. Apple. Yeah, they Ooh. make so much fucking money. Ooh. And then. Dude. It, but it's deeper than that. Steve Jobs as a person. Steve from a young age. He's just, I don't. He's not like a good engineer, and he's self-aware of that. I think that's why him and uh, Waz get really like tied at the hip because Waz is a good engineer, but like Steve is also the guy who can like organize and yeah. make shit happen. Yeah, you know, he's like the yin to the yang in Ex- that scenario. Exactly, and he always had like a mind for it. Like uh, one of the interesting thing is like uh, Steve credits Blue Box as the starting point of Apple. And I don't know if he did this with Waz. I believe he did, but yeah. I can't remember. Uh, he They made this box called the Blue Box that let callers make free long-distance phone calls. Yeah. it like It's the first like uh, foray into what we know is hacking. 
because this device you could put it up next to a phone and it would mimic the sounds that the like the phone operators hear mm -hmm. to accept certain calls. So you pay for this thing, and then you can call for free from yeah. payphones and shit. And, oh. and just to kind of show the difference between Steve Wozniak and, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, is they built this, and Steve Wozniak just goes, wow, it's so cool that we built this. And then Steve goes, we should sell it. Like, yeah. he was the guy that went, let's, let's, now let's create a system to produce and sell and market this thing. Yep. Mm. And that, that to me is just like, yeah, that is probably the start of Apple, you know? 100%. Mm. I mean, he was doing crazy things. This is just total side note, but, like, in the 60 Minutes video we watched, it gets described, <laughs> and it's so funny. And I, it's probably just, like, I don't think the guy would say this now, just a, a problem of the times, the way that people viewed marijuana. But he said verbatim, Steve would drop marijuana. <laughs> That's not how marijuana works. Yeah, you don't fucking... Dropping some, yeah. yeah, dropping some pot, baby. Dude, dropping pot. It's like, what the fuck, dude? You're so old. You're so old. How do you take that seriously? If your dad, if you come home and you've been smoking weed and your dad's like, hey, have you been dropping pot tonight, young man? <laughs> I would laugh Are you in dropping fucking pot in my house? Dude. But you know what, though? Jobs just had that vision. Yeah. And here we are with tinctures. You just dropping it right in your mouth, dude. I'm dude. dropping pot, baby. Dropping pot. Dropping oh my God, pot. Now we are. Yep. Dropping pot, dude. He's got that vision, man. And now that I think about it, ironically, it would be really fun to start saying instead of let's go smoke, like let's go drop pot. Let's drop let's some go, pee. Let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go decent pee. <laughs> but yeah, dude. And then, uh, we yeah. Should we should probably talk about Apple as well. We'll do this loosely because I'm sure you guys know a and there, lot. There's a lot. It's already out there, I'm sure. The movies, books, mm -hmm. TV. You know? Yeah, but the the big thing is like Steve believed he could market the products that Wozniak designed, basically. And there is like, it's tough because you hear that, and my gut reaction is Steve's using Wozniak's brilliance, but also the marketing side of it is the reason why we know Apple. Yes, mm -hmm. and so it, it, I think it evens out a little bit. Oh, without uh, a doubt. In one of the, and it was an early interview. I think it was like. The very first iPhone. I can't remember exactly what it, what it was, but it was like uh, someone did not enjoy the fact that he didn't know what he was talking about on yeah. the engineering side. They were like, you're giving this presentation, and I've heard several times that you have no idea what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you could just tell me what you've been doing for the past seven years, and everybody's like, oh, shit, dude. Oh, fuck. But his whole comeback was, I have the vision of what the product could be and because and i think we touch on this later there's like the end to end they work on it from both software and hardware side mm -hmm. they can really create the product so he's like if i have the idea i'll give it to wozniak i'll give it to my guys to like create but yeah. I, I it's all about what what the consumer is going to receive yeah and he had that kind of like knowledge and like all right even if the technology is not there yeah. I know what, yeah. what is going to be the good product. You know yeah. what's leading up to it. I mean, it's, it's ultimately, it feels like uh, how, I mean, it not even feels like, it's like that is so true and I feel like it gets forgotten is like what's more important than like being good at something, I feel like is knowing what you're bad at so that you can find people who are good at those things and then all of a sudden you're able to do the thing you're good at, you have someone doing the thing they're good at, you know, it's like I think about it with this podcast. Like we all have to do things we don't like doing 
that hopefully someday we can hire someone who likes doing that. Yeah. You know? Fuck yeah, dude. Money. <laughs> but right now you do, it's like kind of back to the Atari or the blue box or when Steve was in the garage, like at the start, you do have to kind of grin and bear it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the shitty side of some of this, like yeah. being a visionary and like having to put your head down and just work. But, you know, and, and ultimately, I mean, Apple was successful very early on. This is at the boom, you know, no one knows about mm-hmm. computers. And that was part of Steve's vision was like, let's create a computer compact and ready to go into people's homes that they can use immediately. Yes. You know, he, his whole thing was, I mean, I don't mean to keep saying this, but the vision was just like, he's the first person who's like, oh, just fucking give a computer to regular people. They can make it easy. They'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And now that's like so every day to us but it's at one point people were like steve that'll never fucking work man but that's what he was he was like make it happen boom revolution it's done yes yeah and i mean that leads to like the ultimate success and i mean the ultimate success was an iphone that Ap- that was that made possible by apple uh, by that end-to-end software and hardware that you were talking about mm-hmm. they were able to create a phone that both has its own software, iOS, that everyone that they can continue to develop, as well as own hardware, so it's all in-house, which is just commonplace. Like, I feel like if you told me that now, I would go, obviously. But mm-hmm. back in the day, like, the reason why Microsoft didn't is an Apple and the reason why, like, Google is an Apple, well, Google didn't even exist back then, but, like, th- these other competitors now, why they're not even close, is because Apple was the first person to say, if we keep it all in control... Mm-hmm. We can now create a very like we can create the product that just keeps people, just yeah. keeps them, keeps yeah. you locked. You're in. not limited by any other, mm-hmm. you know, capabilities. Anyone else's capabilities. It's all all on you. Everything you need, one stop and shop. Mm-hmm. Yes, forever. And watching that, I think it was maybe surrounding the same release. It might. I think it was the iPhone, like the original iPhone release, and and he's doing like the talk, whatever, to the Silicon Valley people. But just the way he's breaking it down of like an all-encompassing, all-in-one-place hub of all of these different, right. you know, yeah, applications that had been like separated out in computers and definitely not mobile, all this crazy stuff. And it's like, fuck, dude, he really knew where we were headed. Like he was, he, yeah. he had this all laid out for us. Laid, yeah. laid, and we're just fucking... Yes. Yeah, paved the fucking way. Yeah, dude. we're we're at the end of yeah. the, the little treadmill, just like drop me another, Please, Steve. another. Mm-hmm. one more, Steve. Oh, <laughs> give me another <laughs> one more, Steve. Another iteration, if you could. Please, man, just one more iPad. <laughs> Honey, just a few more pixels, baby. Oh, he's he is a visionary, and he is this legendary kind of iconic figure. And one of the things that people found out probably more after his death through like mm. books and things that were like put out about him is they find out who Steve Jobs the man was. Mm. And that that is, to me, the big, like, tough thing with Steve Jobs. Like, there's no denying he was a visionary, and there's also no denying he was an abrasive asshole constantly yeah, yeah. and unapologetically. Straight up, mm-hmm. straight up dick sucker, dude. He really was. Yeah, was a demanding <laughs> fucking what's up. Nothing the way we were just like stroking his ego and like fuck yeah and you're like he's a fucking dick sucker dude, dude. we just did <laughs> I a thought, full 180 well, on him. and so yeah I mean in a lot of ways it fucking is that he was a dick sucker yeah, yeah, he's a and he was douche. an unapologetic dick sucker <laughs> I mean and this could tie back into uh, the fact that 
because he was adopted, his parents told him, no, 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 you weren't abandoned. Yeah, no, 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 you weren't abandoned. Don't cry. Young Steve Jobs, don't cry. Sweet. You were chosen. We chose you. And I don't know. Dude, it's so tough because he credits that as the pivot point of, like, when he, like, became the man. Yeah. Like, how he, like, started yeah. to, like, build this, like, abrasive asshole, don't give a fuck, I'm going to rule the world type I, shit. Yes. The I'm chosen guy, like, the I'm, like, though it's. It's nature versus nurture. It is, dude. Mm. Is it? It, I don't know. I mean, it, I'm I mean, definitely not. None of us are smart enough you, to definitively say. But <laughs> if you grow up and, and your parents are like, there is a case to be made here now that I see it. If you grow up and, and your parents are like, oh, your teacher, oh, she probably doesn't like you. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you're doing so good. Even when you're doing bad, you know, you're going to grow up to be a fucking pussy. If your yeah. parents can't look you in the eye and go, you're going to fucking burn yourself on that stove, you dumb idiot. Uh, sometimes... <laughs> Yeah. You know, then you're going to be like, oh, fucking wimbly, wimbly, pimbly. And, and Steve Jobs' parents didn't do that. No, not his adopted parents. Steve Jobs' dad said, when you build a fucking wooden fence, young Steven, you make the side that nobody sees just as perfect as the side everybody else sees. Mm -hmm. And he never forgot that lesson. Dude, mm. can you imagine young Steve Jobs telling his dad, why, why should I make my bed? It's just going to get dirty again. He would get his ass beat. And Steve's, <laughs> Steve's dad's like, what the fuck did you say to dude, me, dude? See, that's when his dad goes, guess what? Now we're building the fence this weekend. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to teach you a fucking lesson. Dude, every time he <laughs> fucked up, they just had to add one more fence to their property. <laughs> just keep, they just oh, keep refencing it. The punishment <laughs> yeah. of fences. <laughs> fuck. But that truly is kind of the thing that shaped him into this guy who, who believes, tr like, in himself... To a point where it's like a f like a character defect almost mm. to just only accept his reality and what he has going on his vision, you yeah. know. But it's like at the same time you do need someone to at that level. You need someone to put iron to the fire. Yeah, you yeah. need someone to fucking. And he would have he would have never fit into like any of those previous jobs, the like Atari or HP. No. Yeah. It was always like my way, the highway, baby. And that doesn't and so, work. That yeah. doesn't work when you're working for a company that's not yours. It had to be his. Literally, they, it had to they be were his like, decision. you have to work at night because your ass smells so bad. And he was like, no, I don't. Put me at night. You know yeah. what I mean? Like He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. No, you know, I don't. Guess what? I'll this work how, at this, night. This is how my ass smells. <laughs> Dude, don't ever change it. Yeah, so sounds like someone's never built a fence a day in their life, you <laughs> pussy. Dude, you listen. Oh, fucking my dad always told me the back of your fence needs to look just as good as the front of your fence. That's why I look like complete shit all the time, okay? <laughs> Dude, I fucking this brings up something that I kind of missed while we were watching the video. I hope one of you guys heard more about it. But, like, this idea of reality distortion field. Oh, it's a rip from Star Trek. They, it's That's how they described him. He was, like, so driven and would get his shit done, like, his way. So, mm -hmm. like, ferociously that people thought he lives in his own reality. Like, mm. he lives in a world inside his head where no is not, like, a vocabulary word. And that kind of is similar to a thing in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so it kind of just influenced the world around him. It, then. Yeah, it does. And it, just, it's yeah. a cool yeah. idea. When I think about it, it's like a cool idea. I think it, it is it is abrasive. And I mean, that's like abrasive 
Steve Jobs and abrasive hand in hand, you know? Yeah. But like this reality distortion field, like I can semi identify with that. Cause like we were talking a little bit before, but like I intensely like the things I like and really struggle ever settling to the point where I know I can become an, like an asshole. You guys have seen it working on this podcast. Like I get so focused on what I want that like it, it does do that. And so like hearing reality distortion field, I'm like, it does make, I see how someone can slip into that mindset, especially when they're doing something and creating something that they really fucking care about. Mm. Not, not excusing what happened or excusing Steve jobs still have to be like a decent human being at the end of the day. Yeah. But I can see how that happened. And I mean, it just ties back into the fact that he doesn't really feel like rules apply to him. him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He's just doing his own thing. Yeah. This motherfucker would not even put license plates on his car. Yeah. And when they asked him about it. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't even to be like, oh, I don't want people to know where I live. He was like, I just don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. Literally, the the quotes from the story was someone was like, why doesn't your car have license plates? And he's like, I don't want people finding out who I am. And he said... They can't, what, what are you talking, that's not how license plates work. Why do you not have license plates? And Steve went, I guess I just don't have license plates. <laughs> Which is so, it's like, in my head, I'm like, that is so badass. Like, that yeah, makes yeah. it badass. It's I like a smoke weed every day plates. meme. Yeah. Where the joint falls from the top of the screen into his mouth and the sunglasses. Uh-huh. I guess I don't have license <laughs> oh, plates. <laughs> smoke weed every day. You Drop weed saying. every day. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. he would do that. He would also like park in handicap spots, which is like. Then I, we all think about it. We yeah. all think, mm-hmm. "Fuck, I, I'll, I want to park there so bad." Yeah, dude, I'll be so quick. It's eleven thirty. No one's gonna be here. Mm-hmm. No handicap exactly. is out this late, but we don't do it. There was just a debate online. I saw that it was like, handicap spots should be. Only from like eight to five, you know, during business <laughs> oh my days. God. And then a handicapped woman replied, "Like, we're we're uh, oh, I don't even remember. We're disabled twenty four seven. Yeah, the whole week. Yeah, yeah. Every, Every day, day of yep. the week, baby. It's parking in the handicap is the ultimate social situation because you will probably get away with it more than likely. Yeah, more than likely, ninety five percent of the time. But that five percent, you don't get away with it. Yeah. You're the biggest fucking yeah. asshole, and but, it's not yeah. worth it to re- like. I, I'm not making it, the odds are yeah. so in your favor, but still the consequences. I'm like, no way, no way. I can't yeah. do yeah. it. On the financial, it's like if if someone was there waiting for the spot when you came out, you know. Oh my like, dude, it's like the the bathroom thing, but like I'd, ten times worse. Yeah. See, that's yeah. A, that's the fucking difference between people like us and people like Steve Jobs. We go. It would be great. If yeah. we could get the placard so that we can both break the rules and no one will think we're an asshole. And Steve Jobs goes, you know what? I'm going to break the rules and I don't give a fuck if you think yeah. I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, we, I, there, there's yeah. a line and he just goes like a little bit too far. You know a what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a, like the, the only thing so far like that we researched that I went. I, I, there's no defense for that is the parking and handicap spots. I'm like mm. you have literally it's so easy. You're I mean, park a little bit farther away, you know, find a different part. Like you don't have to, you do not have to, but he's doing all that. I mean, it's clear that the man is abrasive. He's, he doesn't think it, the same rules apply for him. He's living in this reality distortion field, but he's also kind of, I don't know if it's 
petty. This is also early on in Apple, so I don't know if he like grew out of this. I know that a lot of people in their careers early on, they're very egotistical, and some of that fades away as they get older. But when Apple went public and stocks were being offered and they were literally making millionaires out of employees overnight, Steve was very strict on who got stocks options, even with employees that were with him from the garage days. OG yeah. day ones. Day ones. Like they yeah. were in his parents' garage doing Apple, but they, for whatever reason, didn't have, uh, I believe they called it chief uh, engineering title, or mm. they didn't have a specific title, or just for whatever reason, weren't wasn't at a point or had the position in the company to get stock options. And he was like, no, strictly no. But like, it's such an abundance that it doesn't make sense why he wasn't like let's all let's all let's all enjoy this he was yeah. like no these are the rules he said there is yeah. a pecking order mm-hmm. there was even the top there was even one of the guys that was like getting stock options and like mm-hmm. held a good amount of the company wozniak it's wozniak was it was it shows this? this shows the yeah i was about to bring that up but you should take it it literally oh, okay. is the no i mean you take yeah, it yeah. you take it it shows the difference in Wozniak and Steve and the friction Again, that can yeah. happen. You it know? was like a yeah. It was going to be an offer of like, hey, I will match the like mm-hmm. amount of stock that you give to this person because Steve, I think it was yeah. then Wozniak was thinking this person deserves stock. Yeah. You know, so beyond like however much you give him, I'll match it with yeah. stock of my own. Yeah, trying to like, just be like, be like, let's like do this a, together. Yeah. Like, trying yeah, to like really lead him up. into being a decent human being. Yeah. Like, hey, come on, buddy. It's great over here. Just enjoy life with all of us. It's really nice. And Jobs is like, yeah, well, I'll be glad to do that. You give zero, I'll give zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Ma- we can, I can match you or whatever. Which, which is like that tinge savage, of bro. assholeness. Yeah. That like solidifies oh. that it's not like you were like trying to be <laughs> shady and secret. You're like, I fucking know. I, I know you don't like this, but I don't give a shit. Oh, it's beautiful. Dude, but they, oh, dude, and it's he just, was. It's still impressive how successful mm-hmm. they got really quickly. Oh yeah, and right. I mean, you have to kind of credit him for that. I mean, thinking about the things that he was doing in the workplace there, you know. Yes, one of the ways he would like get people in, and he would say fucked up things like that. Uh, you give yeah. zero, I give zero. Yeah, one of them was um, a competitor uh, worked for like another computer company and was like, I guess Steve wanted him on their team. And it was a way to like get rid of competition and get the guy. And he's like, "Hey, listen, yeah, you've never done anything successful in your life. How about you just come work for me? Yeah, you know. Why don't you just come so with come me? work for me? Dude. You know, That's which is such like a, a clearly you have value. Come work for me, but also, yeah. well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're nothing without being a part of my team. You it, know? Yeah, it also That's shows so how much true. he tied himself to the success of the company." Of like in the industry, really, like he viewed himself as the standard of the industry and then made that happen. Like Mm -hmm. he was, he is, you know, other flip side of it is that's how I feel like his ego came out early on was like those comments and the things he would do and the abrasive stuff. But then like he was also, uh, tried to stay grounded. He just like lived in a modest home. Uh, which, protect. Which is, he tried to protect his kids from the like the trap of growing up in an extremely wealthy household. Yeah. Like, it was it was like this disconnect. It was like while he was at work, he was this huge asshole. But then he also had, in my opinion, really good motives for raising a family and creating a good culture at home. And like, who knows what it was like? We're not at the dinner table, mm. but at least from what it seems like, he did put in effort to give them a normal life, knowing that. Yeah. 
in his mind, which he is, was going to be changing the world. Which is crazy. That's like, now that we know, know this guy a little uh-huh. bit on a different level, it's like, what is Steve Jobs thing to do? Just yeah. to have the opportunity. If you're Steve Jobs' kid every night, you go to bed and you're like, this is a fucking Walmart pillow. Yeah. My dad is the CEO of Apple. Yeah. Just fuck, yeah. He's, he literally is. be like, fuck you to the kids in the most like fatherly, responsible way. Dude, this is like, yeah, second level. This is like the how he yeah. got away with being. It's like if his son came to him and was like, hey, can we not do, why do, why do we have Walmart pillows? Why yeah. do we have Walmart pillows? Yeah. And Steve goes, <laughs> We just have Walmart pillows. And you're like, you know what my dad did last time when I complained about pillows? He made me build a fence, dude. You want to build a fence? And then I had to build my own pillow. <laughs> dude, uh, in, in this abrasiveness, I know what you're thinking. It's like, how, how, if you are working in a workplace, how can you get away with this? I, it doesn't, it would boggle my mind to have a boss in an office be able to say these things to anyone at my current job without immediately getting in trouble with HR, without immediately getting in trouble with their supervisor. Like, how do you get away with this for so long? Uh, it turns out you don't, because they <laughs> kicked him out of the company, yeah, voted they, him yeah. out. They all said, mm, bye-bye. bye-bye. Yeah, we're done with your smelly asshole, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's just still not cleaning it. Dude, he's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what the whole, like... Uh, I haven't watched this shit since Atari, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a turtleneck and jeans just to keep it all sealed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> in, you know? They'll it really smell it. Seals in the flavor. <laughs> seals it seals it in, dude. Imagine if I kicked you out of uh oh yeah. You created it. It was your idea. You're the visionary. You had all of it. You the we're we're pawns in your game. Mm-hmm. And then me and Ethan came to you and said, Yow. Yow. How do you respond? Being yourself. Well, being me, first I would cry. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and then once I was done crying, I'd get really angry. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I'm going to do everything in my power to create an even better podcast that will tear their podcast down. <laughs> and we'll have podcast words that will last for generations. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it'd probably be something like that. Well, you got a little jobs in you, son. Oh, maybe a little bit, but there'd definitely be an emphasis on the crying. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of crying. <laughs> yeah, I would probably be upset, I think. But I would... I would remember, I, this is what I would do, okay? I would be like, fuck, uh, and then I would be like, all right, it's time to fucking do another podcast, and then I would have to watch inspirational Joe Rogan videos, because <laughs> I really don't want to do another podcast without my amigos, uh, and then I'd watch Silicon Valley, and then take tips from Gavin Belson, and then just fucking <laughs> sue the shit out of everybody. <laughs> 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 I block so hard Dude, with 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 currently about sixty three now average uh, comes back every week. Congratulations, yeah. we went up three. Uh, Bang! <laughs> imagine taking one of us to court and being like, "What are you? F- There's not even money coming in. What are you fighting? Like pride? I'm taking them to court for pride. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Americans sell each other. They're pissed." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, but uh, he uh, he does do because they're oh, like, well, what are you what are you gonna do next, Steve? Now that you're not the CEO ever, what are you gonna do next? And he went, that's a great idea, <laughs> and he fucking did it. Took dude. it. He gets kicked out of Apple, so he starts a different company, Next Computers. And this is a quote about uh, Next Computers: They made great products, no one bought. <laughs> yeah. Which is, that's like, that's like just an interesting little tidbit. He still mm. made a great product, but no one was buying it. 
it was yeah. like Apple was just too far ahead. But he's like making these good products. He bought Pixar. Bought Pixar from George Lucas. From George Lucas. Yeah, for yeah. a mere five million. Just a cash five million. Just a cash five. Yeah, and also George, you fucking idiot, and dude. You, but you remember mm-hmm. Pixar. You're on the brink of Shrek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You fucking <laughs> the brink of Shrek. Come on, sounds dude. like the worst Reddit post of all time, <laughs> dude. But yeah, and I mean Apple after Steve Jobs leaves, and it is not doing too hot. And they're like looking over. They're looking. You know, you look back. You're looking, and they're looking in the rearview mirror, and they the see Steve Jobs. The yeah. circle back. The old circle back. The and quick it's like, text. <laughs> you up? You know. Hey, Steve. Yeah. What's going on? It's us, <laughs> Apple. Remember all those times in the garage? Weren't those great, you know? I'll let you call me a dickless asshole again if you just come back and work for us. <laughs> Remember that time you called my mom and told her I wasn't worth anything? <laughs> remember when you made me build a fence because I didn't code right, Steve? <laughs> remember when Remember when we went public and you didn't give me any fucking stock options, Steve? <laughs> I really miss those days, Steve. Can you come back? Uh, exactly. Which- the biggest entire fuck you of the decade to come back after being a fucking monster. And they're like, we need you, dude, <laughs> from being monster. a heartless, savage, bloodthirsty monster. But it's that you're the key yeah. the whole time, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it, it would literally that to, this is not a great example, but it mm, it would be like if you talk to some of those kids in Africa and they were like. We, we miss Coney. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we we hated the, it during, but we we realize now. The he, structure he added to the village. <laughs> he was a visionary. He was a real visionary. There was a strict <laughs> regiment. You know, we were lucky to have him while we, we were so lucky. Dude, that's basically what ends up happening because Apple's not doing too hot after Steve leaves, and they're looking in the rearview mirror, and they're seeing he bought Pixar. Pixar's blowing up. Blowing Next computers. up. Making great products. Like, I think what Apple saw, and this is pure personal speculation, Apple saw that we're starting to decline. Steve has good products that we know are good products. No one's buying them right now. But if Apple's declining, that opens up space in the market for more competitors to excel. So I think they might have, like, seen, like, oh, shit. What would be more embarrassing than groveling and coming to him and saying, please come back is for him to be so successful that he doesn't want to come back yeah. and he's doing his own thing now. And we're all talking about next phones, you know, yeah, the yeah. I next. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they buy next computers solely so that they can regain, uh, like Steve's employment. And then he quickly rises back to the rank of CEO. Just fucking skyrockets. Back dude, at it, dude, what do you think Steve's first day back in the office? Can you, dude, <laughs> can you, like, have you, have you ever seen someone get fired? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Okay, now imagine the next day they walked in and just sat down next to you and we're just like, all right, let's get back to work, guys. And you're just like. Oh, okay. They're like taking point on a meeting like yeah. nothing ever happened, which is also so eerie. Yeah. Dude, they're like, are you, gonna, are you here to, about it? Are you here to kill all of us? <laughs> Why are you here? That's did, did they know that you're back? Dude. Is everybody Let me see your badge. Is your fucking badge real, Steve? Dude, the guy who he didn't give stock options to has been like coming home after every day of work. He's like, I know the company's not doing well, but I really love the culture and I just really enjoy working there again. And like I, I hate to say it as much as Steve did for us, I just working 
brings so much more fulfillment to my life without Steve Jobs there, honey. I just, I don't know how I could ever go back to working with that guy ever again. Like, you remember the stock options? She's like, I remember the stock options. <laughs> She's like, you haven't shut up about yeah. it for 20 years yeah. now. It's been quite some time, actually. <laughs> and then he goes into work and Steve's like... What's up, fucker? <laughs> hey, dickless asshole. <laughs> He's like sliding by on a swivel chair past his yeah. cubicle. <laughs> Dropping weed. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a stock on the floor with a string. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 oh, dude. Is that how stocks work? Is that, uh, <laughs> you're like, you ever seen one of these? No, you haven't. Uh, dude. Know. He just figures it out and makes a way. Just makes a way, dude. But uh, he, he, so he quickly rises to rank as CEO, and then he takes Apple into like the modern era. That's where the turtleneck and the jeans and all the yes. stuff that we know about Steve Jobs happens then. And I, I mean, do we even need it? The iPhone, ooh, yeah. the iPad, oh. he does it all. He creates these ecosystems. Uh, and that is one thing I'll touch on before we move on, is that Apple, that's what Apple did really well. I don't know if you, everyone listening is aware of this or not, but the, what Apple did that made them the powerhouse they are is the end-to-end software and then being able to create ecosystems of tech to where if you had yeah. an iPhone, you wanted a MacBook because it works really well together. And then they purposely make their devices not work well with others, so you're just stuck in this ecosystem. Yeah. And that's why you get pissed every time you get a green text mm. because you're like, this is so inconvenient because iPhones, even texting, are just more fluid. It's just more convenient if you're texting another iPhone. Mm -hmm. That's done on purpose, creating these tech eco spaces. And I mean, Apple really does have the best one. I was a Google boy for Bro, so long. They do. And it's like they made a deal with the devil. That's how good their shit is. Dude, it. it and here's the thing about it. I don't even know if it's actually that good or if it's that convenient. I think now mm. a thing is it all just works so seamlessly together. Like I can be doing something on my iPad, pick my phone up with my AirPods in, and then just continue without hitting any buttons listening to the same shit on my phone now. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of shit. It's like so buttery smooth. Dude, literally. It, and it, it just traps you. I mean, it's just like the kind of marketing you you don't have to make a commercial for. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. So good. And we're 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 in it whether we like it or not. And I yeah. don't know if there'll ever be a day we get out. Dude, it's like I don't know what else they can do. At any moment during the day, I can text people from three different ways. Like I can do a Siri through my fucking headphones and text my fiance. I can do it from my f stupid wrist, mm -hmm. or I can just go caveman style and send it with my thumbs. It's fucking nuts. You know? Yeah. A million ways to send a text. The next one has to be just thought. It's you know, inside your body. straight yeah. in. It has yep. to be, dude. Getting the little, the little Elon Musk chip put in you. That's yeah. a topic like for another the, day. The little bubbles start like <laughs> popping up that a text is going to come. It's just actually you thinking. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's thinking about something. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's really thinking about something over there. <laughs> what are you thinking about? Nothing. I can fucking see your bubbles, dude. You and your girlfriend are having like a really deep conversation, and then she says something that kind of shuts you up, and all of a sudden the bubbles pop up, and she's just like, oh, I know he's thinking about other ladies now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the bubbles pop up, but they're boobs this time. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like little... Uh, 
little emojis, little yeah. titty emojis. Little titties, little titties. <laughs> well, it's about time for, and this is a real thing, it's about time for some tit emojis, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Wow, there yeah. You go. Get on that. it. Get on it, Apple. Yeah. Uh, but Steve had, a, the, the in, this is more of like a, towards the end of his life. Uh, one thing that Steve does do is he goes looking for his parents. You know, he's oh, created yes. Apple. He's done it. He's kind of achieved what he set out to achieve. Apple is the gold standard of tech. Uh, everyone wants to work for him. It seems like even though the he kept working and conti- would have continued working to further it, I'm sure, I feel like he hit a point where he was like, the vision I had as a young boy telling my dad, oh, one day you'll see, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have multiple ways to watch porn on multiple devices, and <laughs> you can pick up any device and just watch porn immediately. The young men will be ruined. Oh. <laughs> and, oh, and then his last, he was, like, putting up fence posts and shit. And, <laughs> and it's basically just, like, he, he, I think he then realized this more, like, introspective, like, I've done this in this uh, industry that I want to do. Now he wants to go find his yeah. birth parents. It's like he mm-hmm. looks inside. And there's a mommy and daddy shaped hole waiting for mm-hmm. him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was the bite of the apple that was missing was his parents. <sighs> Are you ready? <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, he sets out to find his birth parents. He locates his sister, Mona, who had become a author. Yes. Published mm-hmm. author. Published author. Kind of successful. And then they end up finding uh, his birth dad, who was running a restaurant in Silicon Valley, where Apple was located. And his dad also had a PhD in political science. So, like, smart guy himself. Mm-hmm. Yes, smart guy himself. Mm-hmm. He's not smart enough to find a way into political science. Not smart enough. He had to, he had to settle for if running you, restaurants. Yeah, if you got a PhD in sandwiches, that'd be more impressive. <laughs> I but think he was also a, a Syrian. <laughs> I don't know if he was a refugee. Oh, but, yeah, um, yeah, 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 you're right. He was like a Syrian yeah. Muslim, yeah, immigrant yeah, yeah. or yeah. refugee. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that he was running a business. Success, you know. Yeah, good, su- yeah, good, good job to his dad. Good job to good job to Daddy Jobs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, his name wasn't Jobs. Uh, oh, Daddy Jobs. Oh. <laughs> Daddy Steve. But this is the interesting uh, little story that comes out of this small little meeting. So Steve sends his sister because he didn't want to. I mean, and it kind of makes sense too. Steve doesn't want to go and meet his dad, and his dad find out who he is, and then it becomes endless like. Now he definitely wants Steve back in his life because Steve yeah. is stupid wealthy and mm. successful and famous. Like, I can kind of understand it. he was like, I don't, I should send my sister. If he's a chill dude, maybe I'll meet him. But, like, I'm not going to go off the rip and be like, I'm, I'm your son, Steve Jobs. Hey, Dad. Hey, Daddy. It's me. <laughs> hey, there's one job you didn't finish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! But he, so he sends his sister, and he and he tells his sister, "Don't tell dad about me at all. Don't say anything." And so him and his dad are just chatting. Uh, his sister and his dad are just chatting, and uh, his dad tells him that he has a son, but has no idea what happened to him. Just like well, I have no idea. Like you, you have a brother. Maybe he's somewhere. Maybe he's dead. I have no idea. That's kind of all that gets brought up about that. And then later on, it must have been an emotional conversation because his father tells his sister, his birth sister, his birth father, says, uh, you know, I wish you could have seen me. I used to run a much bigger restaurant in Silicon Valley. It was huge. Everyone would come there. We literally had Steve Jobs come Come, to this restaurant. And apparently, as much of a piece of shit as Steve was, his dad says he's a great tipper. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. one thing going for him. Yeah. Hell yeah. But how wild. That's 
that's like one of those things where I'm like, you look at Steve Jobs' life and everything he accomplished and all the things he did, and you go, you shouldn't get to have that too. Yeah. That's too cool of a thing to that have. That is insane. How many times did he drop that at like a party, that story at a party, and everyone went, holy, you're... No we way. forgot you were an abrasive asshole for a second. That's such a good story. Whoa, oh my god! And they have great dumplings. Yeah, great, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, the, dude. The crazy part about that though, too, was one of the in the reading for this. One of the things I saw was when he went to college. It was kind of a fucked up thing. He like didn't even say goodbye to his adoptive parents. They just like dropped him off, and he was just like walked away. No goodbye. No formal. Nothing. And the whole idea was he just wanted to like seem like he came from nowhere. Like, oh, I just came out of nowhere with this, like, brilliant mind. And oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think then him returning to go find his birth parents was like, all right, I clearly succeeded on my quest of, like, I came out of nowhere and yeah. created this incredible company and I'm so successful. And he's like, all right, but now I really want to know. Yeah. Where am I from? Like, what are my real roots? Yeah. Like, I, I've yeah. convinced everyone that I did just come out of nowhere. And now that everyone believes that, now I'll find the truth. Yeah, it's kind of... You'll yeah. see what daddy's up to. It'd be nice yeah. to know where I am. Yeah. Where I yeah. fall on that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of... I don't, I don't think Steve said he never met his dad then after that. He just kind of went on his way. I'm sure that story... He was like, that story is better than anything <laughs> a relationship with my dad is ever going to give me. Too perfect. Too good of a story. And then... Eddie's already a fan. Wow. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to, at the end of his life... The end of Steve Jobs' life, when the job is almost over. Try to fit two job puns in. Only <laughs> right one. Done. Honestly, I think that that one was fine. It was fine. I think it was fine. It was just fine. It was a yeah. fine job. You got and the job done there. And See, you know was who, who was doing a fine job? Steve. The pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Did real good. Ah. Yeah, yikes. What's, what's nuts is like, it's like Steve hasn't been friendly with anyone in his entire life and then he found out he like accidentally finds out that he has pancreatic cancer uh and it could have been easily removed if mm. he took care of it right when he died but for some reason he was like you know what he had he had like a very uh, rare kind that could get taken out and treated but typically pancreatic cancer is a death sentence yeah you're and done he basically it's like his whole life he's just been abrasive and like i'm not gonna be your friend then he's like i have pancreatic cancer you know what yeah, maybe those guys That's, in development aren't dickless pussies. No, I think he just goes, you know what, pancreatic cancer? Let's stick around. Let's get to know each other. Oh. Let's figure out life together, you know? Because guess what? He doesn't get the surgery. He turns to, like, these natural remedies. Yeah. And, and I feel like it ties back to how he just doesn't feel like the same rules apply for him. Like, I don't know yeah. if his ego might have been so big at that point that he, like, literally didn't even believe cancer could kill him. And it is tough to speculate, but just also being like, no, I'll see what I can do about this. The fuck, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're you're so confident that you can handle it that yeah. you're just going to, in the six or seven months it's going to take for you to figure out this won't work, your cancer will spread. Mm -hmm. And when you could have gotten it snipped out. Yeah, so. he walks into the oncology unit and he's yeah. like, "Sorry, guys, my way or the highway. I'm the CEO here." <laughs> the doctor he looks at him. You at the dickless dick asshole. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, get the nurse in here too. D yeah, yeah. 
What's your mom's phone number? Yeah, I'm going to call her and tell her her daughter's a fucking loser. <laughs> you guys ever build a fence? <laughs> <laughs> Look at these hands. Perfect on both sides. <laughs> I will not wash my asshole. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the doctor's like, well, it's a... It's a bacterial buildup that, from not wiping, has gone into your body and lodged in your pancreas. Travel. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, the timelines do match up of, like, the daughter that he never truly accepted. Yeah. Which is something we didn't touch on, but oh, he yeah. had, like, a... Oh, yeah, he did yeah. have a daughter with a girlfriend that yeah. was, like, kind of neglected. Which he is never kind took of... never paternity, paternity test, because, you know... No yeah. license plate. No paternity test. No, yeah. Can't find Who him. Needs him. Yeah. Can't find him. I just don't have paternity tests. I don't have paternity tests. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but, but he has nope. a daughter. He has a daughter. But he has a daughter, yeah. <laughs> and from bit to bit here, <laughs> about the about the time when he was finally like, you know what? I'll uh, I'll accept it. You're my daughter. Here's all that money. I, I love you, bitch. Years. <laughs> that, uh, that dirty ass was like, all right, we're a part of your body. I guess I'll pop into this pancreas <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> inside and outside, you're right. You're Dude, right. inside and outside. And I mean, he's, for nine months, he doesn't do anything about it. He doesn't get the procedure. He just tries these natural remedies. He keeps thinking mm-hmm. he can just figure this out. He can just fix it himself. And then by the time he does get it nine months later, it's too late. Mm-hmm. It's kind of already get taken over. And, and he tries to soldier on like a yeah. good little Steve Jobs would. You know, he does the seminar thing that we all know him for. He announces the iPhone 3, uh, and that's when people, they start to notice how rough he actually looks. Yeah, he's, like, looking sunk and gaunt. He's, like, yeah. toothpick now. He's, he's, he's literally sunk and gaunt, Sunk and gaunt, dude. Yeah. That's so harsh. I bet you that 60 Minutes guy would be like, that guy's dropping too much marijuana. <laughs> dude. Well, but, he's right, baby. <laughs> He, he, he still did that seminar thing with the iPhone. He tries to combat it, though, the accusations with, like, different exu- excuses because this is something I didn't realize. But when you're Steve Jobs, it, there's a lot of money on the line if you oh, die. The, so much fucking cash. And so, like, shareholders are like, you need to fucking tell us. It's the law, even. Yeah. You have to disclose that kind of information to shareholders. And mm. it, I did not know that until we looked into this. But he's, like, trying to – he's even trying to skirt around that. You know, during this time. And he eventually caves and he just lets people know. And he worked till he died. And he, he's, and it, but he, he still seemed to have like some goals left over. Like uh, someone said that he wanted to take over TV. Uh, He also, at the end of his life, like he clearly made reconnect with his family, like with his daughter, like a much bigger deal. uh, And like trying to really invest in that. And like, you know, it, it does seem like towards the end of life, he became, it humanized him. In yeah, a way. certainly. Yeah. You know, you saw that there was things that he still wanted to do in life. There was, he wanted to put an emphasis on his family and building that relationship. Like, I think whether he was happy or has no regrets, who knows? It seemed like he was very chill with his death and the interviews we watched, like, came to grips with it. I got to say something here, and, and we brushed over it, and it just stuck in my teeth the last couple days. This guy, he's got cancer, right? It's mm-hmm. in his pancreas. It's going into his liver. It's mm-hmm. it's getting bad. But this guy gets a um a transplant. He gets like a pancreas transplant. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I think yeah. it was liver. Liver. Tr- yeah, he yeah. gets a transplant. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting, not even waiting that long. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It was like under wraps. He gets a fucking liver because that's what you do, I guess, when you're that rich. John D. Rockefeller had three heart transplants. Mm-hmm. Do you Ooh. think he was waiting on a list? 
Hell no, dude. Steve Jobs waiting on a list? No. No. Just, no. He just had a list of people queued up. He's like, yep. I'd kill them for their liver. He dude, took the one guy, the one yeah, guy. The, yeah, stock. <laughs> he was like, hey, I'm taking your kidneys, too. <laughs> so <laughs> your liver, whatever. I got some stocks for you. Yeah. But it's just, I need yeah, that liver, yeah, bro. I need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a little favor if you could. You won't believe this, but when I beat the shit out of you, I took a little bit of your blood. We tested it. We're a match. <laughs> If you want those stock options, they're available now. Uh, your family. <laughs> Dude. Even, I mean, even at the end of his life, though, he still held out this, like, hope that, like, he'd find this, like, natural remedy. Like, towards, like, very close to when he died, one of his friends came to him, and he was like, I think this, this new book I'm reading is going to teach me how to stay alive. The fuck? The only book that can teach you how to stay alive is like Bear Grylls books and you happen to be stranded in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred different ways to drink your own piss. A hundred different ways. <laughs> but you're not in that situation. The nature that will kill you, it's inside your body, bro. Yeah. You just yeah. smell you like you drink your own piss. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, that kind of wraps up Steve's story. He dies mm. with this hope that he can find this natural remedy. He did so many cool things in this in the industry that, I mean, he didn't create, but he definitely created the next movement of it. You oh, know? for yeah. sure. Tech existed. Yeah. He was the first to do end to end. He had such a, like palpable effect on society due to the fact that he stuck so close to his vision. Mm -hmm. And so the Apple's effect on marketing in the world, uh, specifically Steve Jobs, because this is kind of his, like, uh, I mean, commercials used to be very, like, cut and dry. You know? Here's a product. Would you like this product? You do? Please buy it. Here, you you don't? Have a great day. See you later, yeah. alligator. Mm -hmm. And Apple changed that. Because they started offering, like, ideas and lifestyle and, like, oh, if you buy our phones, you're like this. Or if you, you have an Apple, you're like this. Like, it shifted, like, all the way back to the Super Bowl commercial, which, to me, that was that's credited as, like, groundbreaking in the marketing industry. Because that Super Bowl commercial where the lady throws a sledgehammer and there's a guy talking and there's all the plebs who are watching and... You know, the lady walks in, chucks a sledgehammer, and breaks the TV behind him, and it's like, Apple computers. That was the first time someone, like, it wasn't just, hey, we're here at Apple. My name's Steve Jobs. This is Steve Wozniak. This is our parents' garage. This is where Apple started. Wouldn't you love to buy our computers? You know, they, they did something that uh, didn't tell you but made you understand. Yeah. Dude, and the, the Mac PC commercials, do you remember those? Where the guy's like, I'm Mac, and the other guy's like, and I'm PC. Oh yeah, yeah and the yeah, one's yeah. like, PC, what do you, what are you stuck, what are you frozen for? And he's oh, like, I'm a PC. PC. Yeah. And then the Mac guy's like, Oh, well, Mac's cool. So yeah, dude, <laughs> Steve Jobs being an asshole in commercials yeah. as well. Straight up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that that all ties back to his like idea, right. which is just combining his creativity with tech. Uh, and I mean this idea of like tech ecospaces, like we talked about e ecosystems. Like we talked about, it's just this genius marketing. And it's weird because, like, imagine, do you think you've ever had an idea like that? Like, Steve Jobs at one point had to grab that idea out of his stream of consciousness and then become so committed to it, he created the largest, one of the largest companies in the world, most iconic, most well-known brands. But at some point, he had to grab from his brain one solid idea from his stream of consciousness, which 
in my opinion, is this idea of combining creativity with tech. Because mm-hmm. he knew he didn't know tech, but he was creative and he was interested in tech. And then he found people who could do the tech side. When, yeah, I, well, I, fa- I was faced with a similar problem when I was 19. I had a fantastic idea to make ice cubes out of soda. <laughs> but get this. The cubes were made of the syrup, and inside the cubes was the CO2 water. So when it melted, it didn't get fucking flat. Wow. Yeah. So (laughs) the biggest problem for you growing up that your brain needed to solve, just to confirm, was soda was getting flat. Well, I mean, yeah. You That's know what? pretty fucking, when it happens, I'm like, Argh! This is the part where you call me a dickless asshole. <laughs> <laughs> for not seeing your vision. And then denying me stock options into the yeah. IQ. <laughs> Just for <laughs> even doubting it for one sec. How dare for you? A split sec. Could you? <laughs> dude. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I mean, that, that's kind of like it. That's his, I feel like that effect on marketing is the tangible effects of Steve Jobs oh. that goes on today. Hundred percent, and I mean, I do have a couple rapid questions, not only for this podcast, but also for you listeners listening in on your iPhones. If you're tuned in, or your non-iPhones, we we accept. <laughs> After learning about Steve, is Steve a legend in your mind? Do you is he is he the does he live up to the iconic figure that he is in mainstream culture to you personally? For me, it's a one for one thing. Yeah. What do you mean? Like now that I know. Steve Jobs, a little more nitty gritty, how he was kind of a fucker. I mean, I envy him. I wish I could just call some of my coworkers dickless assholes, but you can't, you know? Yeah, you can't. It's one for one. It's like, (laughs) I like him and believe he is a legend for every reason I discovered today. Even the bad ones where he's like a fucking pressure cooker of a boss yeah you know yeah i mean that he they created something that you can't deny is fucking spectacular it is it truly is yeah groundbreaking yeah 100 yeah, percent a legend for me too yeah, yeah. i think yeah th- there's no question even with the bad stuff it's like that's just like what's behind the scenes you yeah. Know? yeah it didn't doesn't change everything. i mean but like yeah. to just come back from your own company just also crushing it yeah and then go back to the fucking top it's like <laughs> yeah all right yeah. yeah you did it you're Dude, it really makes You're me worry, though, because, I mean, I love where Apple has gone, and I love using all of the devices, but now that he's gone, it's like, is it going to progress, you know? Is yeah. Apple going to stay what yeah. Apple was without Steve Jobs, you know? And, and how many, it's been a few years already. I mean, been, I'm still buying them, so. Yeah. I mean, it's sure, one of those things where I feel like he created such a good system that it's hard to fuck up, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's really, like, how... What would it take for you to get out of the Apple ecosystem? It would they would have to be like now it costs a dollar to send a text on an iPhone. Like they would have to actively like try, turn try, try to, to turn you away. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely say he lives up to the uh iconic legendary status that society holds him to. No doubt. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. yeah. And uh I do have another one. Mm-hmm. Uh is it necessary to you guys to be a piece of shit? to, like, achieve something at the scale Steve Jobs achieved? Like, do you think it was necessary for him to be that asshole? 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're, we would just now be on, like, the iPhone 3 if someone wasn't like, let's go faster, 
do more now. Yes. Let's go, you know. Build that factory in China. Yes. <laughs> Put that net up just to be sure. <laughs> it was Steve Jobs and then it was Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two. Oh, I said that backwards, but yeah. It was Jesus Christ and Steve and Jobs. Steve Jobs. And look, I mean, we can't get to Jesus Christ every time. So. And you know what that guy said the first day Steve, the stock option guy said the first time Steve walked in to the office when he what got rehired from Next Computer? What did he say? Jesus Christ, Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Jesus Christ, Steve Jobs, man. Jesus Christ, Steve Jobs, dude. Yes. We're going to yeah. the wrap-up. But, yeah, guys, that is the story of Steve. I hope you learned something. I yeah. hope uh, I hope you formed your own opinion, uh, maybe learned some new information, formed a new opinion of Steve Jobs, whether you like him or hate him. I you probably use his products. Do you have any yeah. wrap-up thoughts, any final thoughts as you, you, you ponder on this podcast journey we just went on? Yeah. You know, I just feel bad for, you know, his his wife or girlfriends, whatever they were. And maybe he had multiple. Who's to say? But, you know, I just, I wouldn't want to eat that ass. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's my final thought. Final thought. Do you think yeah. Steve Jobs, did, did Steve Jobs ever get a rim job? That's the question. <laughs> Stevie Rims. Stevie Rims. Steven Rims. <laughs> But yeah, guys, uh, I guess my final thoughts, I, I thought Steve was a legend going into this. And uh, yeah. I mean, coming out of it, I just know why I thought he was a legend is kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. I almost appreciate him just a little bit more for a different reason now. Yeah. 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 Dude, absolutely. The and, willpower, and I, the I drive. Hope, I hope Apple can keep it together without him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, keep killing it. Please. I'm going to be honest. If they made a shittier phone, even a little bit, I would consider going like... I hold other phones. I'm like, this doesn't even feel like I could throw it at a wall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's not even that heavy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if they, then I'm done, then I'm out. But damn, it's been fun while I was here. I'll say so, that much. So listen up. Yeah. Hope hope you're listening, Apple. You're about to lose one customer if you don't fucking make your phone optimized a little exactly. bit better every time. Yes, Thank at you. Just a little. Just you're, a little. You're doing just fine. Just tell now. me it's better. Add Absolutely. one more camera and say it's better. <laughs> Dude, one of the crazy things with the like iPhone specifically, I I I, uh, I watched a video about their marketing like a while back, and one of the crazy things that they do, like, have you noticed how the iPhone will switch from being rounded to square, and like how like the every time they switch it, they're like, here's why we're sw it's innovative, rounded edges. The reason they do that is so that you feel like you're getting a brand new product every time you buy an iPhone. So every couple of years they switch it up so you feel like it's completely new and you you have to get it because like this one's so much different than mine. It really it doesn't fucking matter, you know? It doesn't fucking matter if it's rounded or squared. Uh, they are only doing that to create the illusion because ultimately the iPhone really does only get better by like, one percent yeah it's marginal it's so yeah. marginal but they do such a good job making you feel like if you don't have it you're missing out you know yeah damn hey, you're missing out on this stevie rigid rim job dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah guys uh this has been the oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. on steve jobs i'm one of your hosts benny putz you can follow me on instagram at benny Putts or on Twitter at Benny underscore Putts or on TikTok at Oh Yeah Benny P. You can get me on the Snapchat, Peach underscore MC F U double Z. That's me. And also on my Instagram, Ethan underscore Abramson. Thank you so much for listening again. You can catch me on Instagram at Ben.web.er mm. and Boots with the Err. And then you can catch me on the TT, the old TT. Let's We're going to make it stick for you at Benjamin Webb.
Benjamin Webb. Yes. Well, and yeah, and you guys follow us on Spotify. Go to Apple Podcasts. Dude, leave a review. Tell a friend. Please leave a review. Please leave a review. Because it's so embarrassing every week when we have to be like, did someone leave a review? Yeah, so take it serious. Come on. Just, I mean, tell us you hate us. Uh, call us dickless assholes. That Someone, would be better. Oh, yeah. yes. If they would allow it, yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, maybe they won't. Yeah, spell it. it with like a three or something, you know? <laughs> spell it with numbers. A money sign? Yeah, spell it with money yeah. signs or something, but get it in there. Call us get dickless assholes. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, guys. Tune in next week. We'll see you then. Hell yeah. See you next week. Classic, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Dude. Dude, Dude, NFL preseason starts tonight. Oh, come in my pants, Daddy. Yeah, Fuck. Mm. <laughs> I'm about to preseason these pants, bro. <laughs> Dude, I'm so fucking stoked. It's truly the most happy time of year. NFL. It's just something about it. I don't know how to explain it. I have such a Dude, it's deep the, love. It's all the hutting and hiking and throwing and <sighs> spiking. Just those are the it's realest the dudes on the planet. Yeah. I did think about that the other day. I was watching a, a TikTok about it, and it was these full-grown behemoth monster men in, like, <laughs> fucking tight-ass pads and shit. And I was like, you're 30 years old wearing football pads, just like, just like middle school kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It is it is crazy when you're like that's that's nuts that's what's just a game to me yeah is your entire life yeah what's just like a fun pastime you go I'll dedicate my life and my brain and yeah. I will get CTE and yep. I will never be able to fully bend down again but <laughs> gladly for the chance I think I've talked about this but I watched a video of like old football players from like the fifties. And now they were, they were, this is, this had to be like in 2006, but they were like popular in the fifties and these guys like don't look too bad, but their brains are fucking pudding, dude. <laughs> like these, they're like not all that old, but the one guy was like, is Jerry bringing the car around? Every two minutes in conversation, yeah. oh, they'd yeah. be talking to the doctor, and the doctor's like, so what's going on is your brain, the synapses are not connecting. He's like, oh, hey, does Jerry have the car yet? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's that's a fucking thing, dude. I, 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 I guess I should rephrase this. My utmost dream in life, yeah. be up before stand-up, before comedy, be a quarterback in the NFL for a game. I would do that in a heartbeat. This is yeah. an adult make-a-wish kind of a thing. Yeah. I want to be Aaron Rodgers for a snap. Dude, I wanted to get hit so I knew what it was like. So I asked my buddy, who was a bench warmer for the Westland football team. Yeah. I was oh. like, listen, dude, just give me some pads. Give me some pads. Have someone throw me a pass where I expose my ribs and get one of these DBs to smoke me. Because in my head, I went, I want to know if I can handle it. 
Oh, and he just, looked me in the eyes and said, if you go out cold onto a football field and get hit, even at a D3 level, it literally might put you in the hospital. And I went, that's how much I love the game, man. <laughs> so give it a try, man. Dude, sometimes I pretend I'm like, when I'm driving my Chevy Sonic RS Turbo. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I like to pretend I'm in the Fast and Furious and the mean Lincoln streets. Like, I fucking gun it. But it's just kind of embarrassing <laughs> at the same time. Because I can zip a little bit, but not like... If, if like, a six-cylinder car pulls up beside me, any six-cylinder car, I'm fucked. I, when, I, when I want something, I only want the... I want the pinnacle of it. It's like, the if I'm going to... Yeah, if I'm going to... If, if I'm going to drive fast, I want to be in a Ferrari. If I'm gonna, mm. if I'm gonna like, if I'm gonna be stupid, I'm not gonna be stupid in my Ford Fusion. No, you know. But if it's you had like a turbo in there, <laughs> I, <laughs> really ripping. I and I can't settle either. I'm really bad at settling. I can't do it. Yeah, I can. I can relate a little bit. That's yeah. my whole thing about doing ecstasy and Molly. <laughs> <laughs> is I'm waiting for the perfect time at at the perfect festival. At the perfect festival, to just really be like you're, you're already at the festival. The music's playing in the background. Mm -hmm. There's already a threesome going on, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, I'm already here." There's Might already well. some porta potty stank happening. Over. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, dude, I'm in it. Just before you realize it. that she hasn't wiped in days. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I literally, I'm not kidding. My buddy used to go to raves and he would always try to get me to go with him. And I always say no. And one of the stories he told me to try to get me to come to her, he's like, dude, you don't understand. I met this girl and she gave me a blowjob in the porta potty. And I went, okay. I don't want that. Like yeah. I, not, not for a blowjob. Well, how hot is your friend? How hot is my friend? Yeah. If you unbiasedly him, I mean a four. Wow. See, that's in my ballpark. That's in your, Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to raves. Dude. Yeah, dude. You I need to go to raves. And you just tell Jenna to wait by the porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. You could, I could never. Dude, and your point of, as far as like, I'm going to wait till a festival to do ecstasy and Molly. I'm like, hey, dude, I, I respect that. Yeah. I respect you wanting to throw yourself into the uh, fire. Right. But I think that's a little bit like saying what I meant with like football, which is like, I just want to get hit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree to that. Yeah. But I want to get hit in the fucking brain, in the yeah. synapses, baby. Yeah, you want to have CTE, yeah. but only for a little bit. I want to feel the music <laughs> on my skin. They also don't think that the festival is the spot for it, because it's like... Okay, so you're just saying my dream's trash, bro? No, 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 it's great, it's the great. Fuck? But, you know, let's say the threesome was the dream. Sure. If you did it at a festival, at the end of the day, you still got to go sleep in a tent. On the ground. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Take some ecstasy at home, bro. You get yeah. real cozy. Then it just feels sad at home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> by myself with Dude. my cats. <laughs> I, listen, I feel like being alone and doing drugs, if you're not sure you're in a good headspace, yes. you literally could Fuck yourself over you for a spin. night, possibly weeks. You could, yeah. yes, bro. Yeah. That dude, all oh my, God. Oh, no. <laughs> all of my friends were like, dude, no. When you do mushrooms, just take a bunch at once, dude. <laughs> just get fucking ethereal, bro. Just do it. And I was like, no. What if I kill myself, <laughs> yeah. dude? These are real consequences, dude. Yeah. I no joke, no joke with like mushrooms and stuff. I, I I just I've done it by myself before, but that's only when like I'm like I'm really happy right yes. now. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, I can elevate. That's the thing with all substance for me. It seems to just elevate whatever I feel on the inside. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. And, and it'll fucking drop you deeper if you're in a dark space, yeah. bro. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I take my motto in life is just enough and then a little bit more. Dude, it's just, just enough to get the job done and then just a little bit more. Dude, I, it, sometimes the, your point on the whole fucking brain thing, it's like uh, sometimes when you're doing that, your brain is like, when you're like already in like a shaky spot and you're already, your brain is already telling yourself like the worst things. And then you like drink or smoke or something, and you're like, "Oh my god, there's so many worse things I can think of." Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> you're just shocking yourself. Oh yeah, that is worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about that, and I wish I hadn't. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I won't just kill myself. I'll kill my family too. <laughs> <laughs> Murder suicide. <laughs> that would be pretty bad. <laughs> 